Ladies and gentlemen, hey now, hey now, hey now. That's right, brand new edition of Over the Line. So glad to be here once again. No show yesterday, unfortunately, because our power was out, completely out. We had every intention on doing a show yesterday and just couldn't pull it off because of uh, a hurricane, tropical storm, Zeta, Zeta, whatever it's called, it came through and it obliterated us to the point we didn't have power until sometime last night. So the after effects are still going on. And to this moment, there are tree cutting services outside uh, as we speak. Chopping down and picking up a giant tree that fell in the yard. And of course, they had to do it at this very moment when we are trying to uh, do the podcast. But we're going to work through it. And the reason we couldn't wait until those guys were done was a very special reason. And that reason being, we are going to, uh, on this episode corner a guest that we haven't really been able to get on this show as of late because he's a busy guy he's an important guy and he doesn't really have time to be bothered with shows like this and that is former state senator scott beeson now scott beeson's got his own radio show uh that he does on 92.5 here in birmingham it's on from uh, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., if I'm not mistaken. Maybe maybe it's 9 to 12. I guess we'll find out. Uh, Monday through Friday. And so what we're going to do is we're just going to call into his show. And we're going to do like a simultaneous uh, broadcast. I guess he'll find out about that the hard way. But there's plenty of stuff I want to talk about. I've been getting in touch with him over the past couple of days about about doing this uh so i'm gonna make it happen i don't i don't even know if he knows we're doing this but we're gonna find out together now aren't we it's gonna be fun man just a few days until the election uh it's friday october 30th 2020 last day of the month is tomorrow tuesday is election day now i'm curious and you guys can comment down in the in the uh in the comment section of this video and tell me have you voted early because that's a big question for a lot of people. Who's voting early and, and honestly, who are they voting for? Because so many people are assuming that it's Democrats, all Democrats that are voting early to beat the lines or beat the crowds, if you will, for the super spreader events that are going to be happening on Election Day. Uh, it, it does stand to reason to say that Trump supporters or people voting Trump are going to be voting on Election Day. They're more enthusiastic. There's something special about Election Day. But uh, I've seen a whole lot of people voting early. So we'll see what happens. But as I mentioned, we're going to talk to Scott Beeson. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to call his radio show here. And uh, I don't know. I don't, should I tell him I'm doing the podcast? I, I guess I could play it off like I'm not actually doing the podcast. You can hear tree service outside. Like, who would do a podcast while that's going on outside their window? Me. That's right. All right, let's go. Let's do this. Uh, see what happens. I wonder who's producing for this show. 
What if they don't even answer? Scott Bisco, can I go ahead and get your name, please? Uh, this is Andrew McLean. This Andrew is McClain. yeah, Scott Beeson's long lost son. I want to break <laughs> the news to him that uh, he's my dad. All right, uh, let me go ahead and get you on hold. Thanks. The Summit Outlook series. <laughs> this dude's like, oh crap. We're about to have a Maury situation on, on the Scott Beeson show. i got to keep an ear on this. Make sure. I don't want to play his commercials. I don't want to give people free advertising, free, free advertising of this podcast. Uh, also, hey, let me say this real quick. If you are watching this on October 30th, this afternoon, 3 to 7, I'll be doing Leland Live. I'm talking 99.5. So you don't want to miss that. And... Uh, We'll have some fun. I assume it's going to be me and AJ, but I'm very excited to be on the airwaves just days before the election because that's one of the things when I got out of the radio business, this time of year or every four years is really what I missed the most was election season, the excitement leading up to an election, and I haven't really been able to be involved in that. So I found an opportunity to do that today and... uh one of two days until election day. So I'm honored. I'm honored to do it. So we'll hook that up and uh, make sure you check it out. You can find all this stuff out on social media. I'll post it after we do this podcast as well. So you'll know. You don't necessarily have to listen to this show to, to know that. Uh, follow us on the social media at uh, Over the Line on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Over the Line should be. YouTube.com slash over the line and then at Andrew McLean who on Twitter we're one of the few conservatives that have not been uh, banned and blocked on Twitter thus far. So let's see. Oh, they're doing the weather. Sunshine by late morning, especially this afternoon. We'll top out in the upper fifties to near sixty. Tonight we drop into the lower forties. How about you, Alabama? Or Saturday, high in the upper sixties to around seventy. Yeah, uh, the upper fifties. How about that? <laughs> it's chilly. It's the first time in Alabama that it's been chilly since uh, last year. It's been hotter than twenty hells for what seems like three years. See what kind of intro this guy's got. It takes a special sort of man to step into the world of politics. That's your question, and I don't need a, a lecture or a speech. Here's the thing. It takes a whole other sort to step back up. Well, because of you, I made it at 10:30. So Scott Beeson is that whole other sort. It's the Scott Beeson Show. Batteries not included. You're listening to the Scott Beeson Show. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. You can just for it. Now, why can't I get an intro that's that fancy? Can somebody make me one of those? That sounds like a tornado over the phone. Welcome into the program, everybody. It's Scott Beeson Radio. It surely indeed is on this day. It is a Friday. I was getting nervous being on hold on a radio station waiting to go on air. It's nerve-wracking for me. No matter how many times I've been on the radio. Just a few days left before the biggest election in the history of the country. I hope that all of you are planning to vote on Tuesday. Even if some of you think you have voted already, it is probably worth the visit to the polling place Tuesday to make sure that your vote is counted. Marshall Dillon, propane, running the program. Good morning to you gentlemen. How are y'all? 
Morning, Scott. Doing pretty good in here. <laughs> good. I get I get a thumbs up from Marshall back there, Marshall Dillon. The uh, making sure everybody stays in line. I, I don't know. I'm thinking about. Uh, I'm not sure Marshall Dillon's going to get it. We, we're going to have to work on the the nickname. It just I just don't. It doesn't make me smile. Propane makes me smile. Marshall Dillon, not so much. It just doesn't. You you have done the strategy correctly. The correct response to a nickname is to act like it doesn't bother you at all. Not even to grin, and if you can't get a you know a response from someone, it's just not a good nickname. Been That's dealing with that thing. since middle school. Scott Beeson would definitely be Hank Hill if he were a cartoon. I've been bullied and put down. Propane and propane accessories. Middle school, and I'm, I'm not doing it any longer. <laughs> I wouldn't Very say good. bullied necessarily, but I have had a. Few I always get so nervous waiting on hold on a radio station. No matter how many times right. I do it. Just not it's a lot of anxiety. Big D doesn't get it. I don't like it. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. We just have to. We have to work on it. Propane fits perfectly though. I love propane. What's the deal? No glasses today, propane. Uh, no. I'm. Uh, I'm wandering around blind like Velma and Scooby Doo today. <laughs> just squinting. I didn't know if it was contacts. <laughs> I tried contacts for a while. I couldn't. It's just something about sticking my finger in my own eye. I can't have something up against my eyeball like that. I don't. Yeah. Just doesn't doesn't jive. Absolutely. Let's get on with the program. We got lots of stuff to do today. Andrew McLean has called in. Andrew McLean, welcome. To- Thank you for listening. What is going on, my friend? Hey now, hey now. Excited to be here. I told your producer. He asked who who was on the phone. I said uh, it's Andrew. It's, it's Scott Beeson's long lost son. I'm calling in to break the news to him that he's actually my dad. <laughs> You're probably young enough to be my long lost son. There's no. <laughs> What is this? I mean, look, I'm trying to be nice to Dylan today, and then everybody's just going to give me grief. I don't understand it. Well, and, and I, 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 by, by the way, uh, surprise, I'm doing the podcast as we speak, so we're we're doing dueling shows right now. Um, but as you oh. were you were bringing in the show, I was like, you know, as you were talking about propane, I'm like, man, if Scott Beeson were a were a cartoon character, he would absolutely be. Hank Hill, you know, he is the epitome of Hank Hill from King of the Hill. You know, propane and propane accessories. <laughs> That's not right. That is not right. And there are other cartoon characters I would rather be. Some of them, uh, maybe Looney Tune characters, but that's not, that's not, that's not right. a problem. Not a problem whatsoever. Uh, Andrew, let me, let me get started. I have said uh, multiple times that this is the most important in a, in election in American history. And I said that the country is more divided than even uh, at the time of the Civil War. And the reason being, I think even at the time of the Civil War, there were more Americans on both sides of that conflict that believed in general American ideals and principles. They believed in God-given rights. They believed in the free market. They believed in capitalism. They believed in the freedom of religion. They believe, let's be honest, they believe in Christianity. Um, and today we have two sides that are markedly different. One side that believes in those things and the other side that is bought in hook, line, and sinker for socialism, statism, big government control. They decide what you can do, what you can't do, what you'll do for a job, how much you'll be paid for that job. I mean, complete communism type beliefs and i don't know how we how we compromise between those two sides and then we have this election 
and, and let me point this out as well. Just because a group of people vote for socialism does not mean it is good. Democratic socialism just means that two wolves voted to eat the one sheep. That's it. That's all democratic socialism is. Do you agree that this is the most important election in American history, or are we all just saying what we all just say? Right before every election. Well, I, I get it. It does seem that way, like we say this each and every time. This is the most important one. But in reality, each one gets more important, and there's plenty of reasons for that. But here's, here's my thought on the whole thing about where we go from here. And maybe I'm cynical, and maybe I, I almost feel like uh, I've been a prisoner of war for 10 years and I'm just now being released and I'm angry and I want vengeance, you know, and I have a, you know, take no prisoners attitude. But my my good friend, Andrew Breitbart, and my good friend, my hero, Andrew Breitbart, I've got a, a quote from him on the back of my laptop that I always see every single day and it just simply says, war. And the context he was he was using when he made that statement was that the left and the media are out to destroy those on the other side. They have that take-no-prisoners attitude until they get absolute uh, uh, control over everything. So, so we're at a point where there is no meeting in the middle with this current Democrat party what the, the the only result we're going to have and that's why packing the supreme court under trump is so important the the only result we can have is to force the democrat party into a situation where they have to tear it all down and start over because this current party is so far gone that they're not they're they're never going to be able to fix it the way it's currently set up and that not only hurts America, but it hurts themselves. I mean, look how they operate. They've got Joe Biden as their nominee. Obviously, something is not being done the right way. And so if Trump wins on Tuesday in a landslide, it is going to be a shock to the system to a lot of these people on the left because they're going to have to come to this realization of either one, Trump supporters aren't as bad as I thought they were. Or two, a majority of the country are racist bigots that that you know hate gays and transgender people or and Mexicans or whatever. Uh, they're going to have to take a long look in the mirror and reevaluate what their vision is for their party and what their vision is for America. Now, where I would I would agree and disagree. One point is they will have no problem deciding that everybody else is terrible. Everybody else is racist. The country is racist. Um, uh, it's just one more step, one more proof that systemic racism exists, and they will have no problem with that. And since they will have no problem with that, I don't believe that after this election. If Donald Trump wins, they will reevaluate. They will stick with, they will double down on the beliefs they espouse now. And it's funny to me, the Democrat Party ended up with Joe Biden because the levers of power 
were still held by the, the people who were a little bit smarter than the radicals are. And they said, okay, we, we cannot tell the American people what we really believe. We will go with the Joe Biden, acceptable, old white guy, old establishment guy. Now, we fully intend to be as radical as we can possibly be, but Joe Biden is in the, is in the mode of, or he is modeled after Barack Obama. Say just enough, tell the people just enough, talk about fundamentally transforming the country, but be all hokey and changey, and, and don't tell people what we're actually going to do. That has been the plan. And the establishment of the Democrat Party was frustrated, has been frustrated with the AOCs of the world, frustrated, frankly, with the Bernie Sanders of the world, and basically saying, what are y'all doing? We are getting, we're moving to where you want to be, but we can't tell Americans how crazy we are. Americans won't be for it in one, one lump. Right. They will let us do a little bit at a time because they're very nice. They will let us do a little bit at a time because they just don't feel themselves being boiled. But if we go too far too fast, Americans are liable to reject us. I personally believe they tried this about 10 years too early. Now, now their calculations may be right. They may win on Tuesday, and they will be able to do whatever they want, and I'm not 100% sure anybody will will really stand against them. I don't know what states would be able to stand against them if they do it. I doubt very seriously Alabama will have the backbone that it takes to, to make those motions. Oh, we've got another uh, producer here. Hey, uh, Andrew, hey, i now. got a question for you. How do you feel being the only Republican that I know that voted for Bernie Sanders? <laughs> well, I'm honored, actually. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm very honored, and I, I hold my vote for Bernie Sanders in high esteem. Now, here's the thing. It, it did not pan out the way I wanted it to. I wanted the I wanted it to be neck and neck between Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders at the last minute so the Bernie bros could be burnt that much more because we knew they were going to pick Joe Biden. There was no doubt about it. But I wanted it. I, I even wanted Bernie to have a slight edge so when they screwed him over— it was just a whole thing where, you know, the, the, the party imploded before we got even got out of the primaries. But, you know, that didn't happen. I think Bernie bros are still upset. But, uh, you know, here we are. But uh, listen, are Joe Biden so, is the gift that keeps on giving. You're one of my only callers that was the Bernie supporter. Well, you know, I'm special. <laughs> I don't disagree with that. we got to take a break. We'll all be back after this. You're listening to Scott Beeson Radio. So, uh, when it comes Scott and Beeson Show. Uh, there was Big Dave. I was so excited to talk to Big Dave. We'll see if we can wade our way through this uh, commercial break and then come back on the other side. Um, just to make a point about the... the, the where the Democrat Party is, what Beeson's talking about here. Where I'm coming from is a place of the Democrat Party is moving in a direction that even the Democrat Party knows they can't do. Visa made this point as well. They can't be too radical because a majority of Americans are not radical. They're not going to buy into that. But the Democrat Party feels like they will soon enough. 
if Trump wins in a landslide, Trump is the polar opposite of this radical agenda. Trump is that common sense agenda that we all used to have 20 and 30 years ago. If that is overwhelmingly chosen by the American people, the Democrat Party will then have to realize that maybe going further and further left is not going to work anytime soon or may not work ever in this country. Now, I don't have a crystal ball, so I can't tell you if it is or not. But it's all about the message that is sent to them. Like Andrew Breitbart said, this is war. This is war. That's why we're putting as many people on the Supreme Court as possible to be able to, to, to uh, stop these radical agendas for decades. It's why we want control of the House and the Senate because we want stuff done for America. America is in a better position than it has been in a very, very long time. And another thing, and I talked to somebody about this just a couple of days ago, this current president is the first in my lifetime and probably a lot of y'all's lifetime that has not started a war. Think about that. We all have family members or we know people that are in the military. And this president has refrained from sending our men and women overseas to fight in a war, justified or not. He has kept the world calm enough to where we've been able to keep our men and women in uniform here at home. And then those that were still overseas, we've been slowly bringing them home as well. The man's got three different instances of gaining peace in the Middle East. Something that president after president after president had tried and failed miserably. A war, a conflict that is centuries old. This president is pulling it off in his very first term. And it's really simple. His strategy is simple. He talks about not just peace, but prosperity to these people. He says, you want a better quality of life? Follow me. I'll show you the way. Here we go. Scott Beeson starting back up. I got to talk to him about this slideshow we're playing. I got some, I got some gold in here. We are back on Radio with Andrew McLean. Andrew, welcome to the program. Now, I want everybody to know, you are, am I, am I calling you, am I on your show, or are you on my show, or what exactly are we doing here? We're, we're doing dueling shows right now, so where our show is not live, it's a podcast, so what you have to do is you have to go to... Uh, youtube.com slash over the line in order to see our shows but they get to hear it first here and then after your show's over they can go go watch the video of uh, my ugly mug and this awesome slideshow I've put together of you which has some really amazing pictures Um, let's see the one we're looking at now is a picture of you holding up two revolvers uh, with uh, beastandgate.com as the caption on there 
I think you saw that video last night. I sent that to you. Um, yeah, I did. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Oh, your show is, is it 9 to 12? Is that right? It's 9 to 12. Yeah. 9 to 12. 92.5, right? Here in Birmingham. Yeah, 92.5, uh, AM 1260, FM 93.7, band 3, and on the World Wide Web at scottbeeson.com. Look at that. See, I knew there was something to promote here. I also have this lovely picture of you standing behind LoveGov, Dr. Robert Bentley. And uh, uh, in this photo I found on... Better to stand behind the love <laughs> right, right. Stand in front of the love well, I gotta say the the look on your face for those watching this video, you have a look of concern as you're standing behind the former governor. So <laughs> you'll be able to. I, I'll I'll send you. I'm gonna send you the show so you can see these photos, but they're pretty. They're precious. Oh, good. I appreciate it greatly. I was I was so enamored with the uh, the video that you rounded up from years ago when when so many people across not just the state of Alabama but the country loved me so much and, and were willing to do satirical videos uh, <laughs> pictures uh, protests, protest signs march at my church you know all kinds of good stuff used to happen in the days of my, uh, my political well, career and I gotta, I gotta put this out there and, and there's probably some people that went through the same thing that that I did, the people that only know you as a, a radio show host and, and not an Alabama state senator, maybe they didn't keep up with it at the time. But I met you as a co-worker, just a friend, whatever, and, and as, you know, we uh, uh, went through our friendship and all that, and I got to know you more and more, know, know about your history and politics, you know, I get curious, and then I start researching you, and then I start finding all this stuff, and I'm like, man... Scott Beeson, not only was he a big deal, but there was a lot of people that hated him. I mean, a lot of people that didn't, <laughs> that, didn't, that didn't like him. Now, fortunately, I got to know that you're a good guy before I saw all this propaganda online, so it hasn't affected our friendship. But, uh, man, I, I could spend hours on end just researching Scott Beeson on Google. Yeah, I feel like one of the reasons I like the president so much is that I was able to experience a mini, miniature version of the hate and dislike and um, just the all-out assault from the press. I, I mean, so I kind of know what the president experienced. Now, a lot of elected officials don't ever get the chance to enjoy that. You know, they get the few people who are upset with them for this vote or that vote, but... Um, you know, there was a time where I was being, being ridiculed for pe by people for trying to stop illegal immigration, trying to make sure about Alabamians had jobs instead of being replaced by illegal aliens, et cetera. So many things that we used to support and be for are part of the Trump agenda now. And, um, you know, I, I sometimes wonder how my political career would have been different if, some of the things we supported, and we passed them. I mean, we legislatively had victories, but if it had taken just a few years later, but were the efforts like people like myself, what paved the way for people being able to say, you know what, I don't care what the news says, I'm going to vote for this Donald Trump guy because I believe what he believes, and I don't really care if the press doesn't like me, if the 
if the other candidate calls me a deplorable, because I know that I'm not. If, if people say, oh, we're all racist because we know that we are not. Um, I think we all had to go through those things kind of together. I was just fortunate enough to experience them as an office holder. Yeah, well, let me let me translate all of the what you just said for your audience. What Beeson is saying is that if it weren't for him and his stint in politics, Donald Trump would have never run for president. That's what he's saying. Yeah, that's exactly what I meant. No, no, absolutely not. But but how many people have been for the things that Donald Trump has put on the national stage, whether it's Second Amendment rights, religious liberty, freedom, I mean, things that we all take for granted, that we all believe are American ideals, and we couldn't manage to find national Republicans who were, who were really for those things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, making America great again, putting Americans first, uh, American excellence and preeminence in the world, all those kinds of things that we grew up on. And until Donald Trump came along, many of us said, well, golly, am I, am I the only person who believes that anymore? Yeah, yeah, and you're right. Trump came along and, and made it possible for people to come out. And there's a lot of people who are still worried. I believe if Donald Trump wins next week, you will see a sea change in the culture in America. I think you will see people be emboldened against the council culture, be emboldened for America first, proudly say those things. I think all of a sudden people will come out of the woodwork on our side. But right now they're still convinced by the press that they are the minority and everybody else feels differently. Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. Before we get out of here, Y'all don't forget, Over the Line on YouTube, youtube.com slash Over the Line. Y'all can see this slideshow of Beeson. It's it's great. I promise you won't regret it. We'll check it out. We'll try to put a link if I ever update my website, which I need to start doing, because people need to see these these things we're finding for them. Andrew McLean, I appreciate you. Have, you, have a great show. We'll have you on again sometime. Thank you, buddy. There's Scott Beeson, the Scott Beeson Show. Uh, if you're in Birmingham, or you can check that out online. He gave you all the info there, and you can uh, listen to his show whenever you want. I don't know if he's actually got a podcast deal where they go and uh, post the recorded episodes, but I'm sure you can find it somewhere. There were several things that we were going to talk about with Scott Beeson on here that we didn't even get to, but that's the constraints of radio. You got commercial breaks and everything else. Uh <laughs> I do want to show you before we get out of here, since this show is going to be all about Scott Beeson. I want to show you this video of... <laughs> I found of Beeson that he was made by some people that apparently really, really didn't, didn't like. Didn't like Scott Beeson. Hold on a second. Let me see if I can find this. It says Beeson... Scott Beeson, Alabama, uh, I'm sorry, let me start over. It says, Scott Beeson, Alabama campaign ad, Beeson Gate, all right? <laughs> now watch this. This is, <laughs> this cracked me up. Let me see if I can, all right, let's bang it up. And action. <laughs> Alabama, and so do I. 
That's why I work so hard to run all the Mexicans out. And in Congress, I work even more harder to run all the Aborigines out. I can revive our economy and create jobs. Put homosexuals in prison where they belong. Make English our official language. And white Southern Baptists our official religion. God told me I had his vote and the Tea Party vote. And Jesus is working hard to make sure that I have your vote as well. Accept Jesus into your heart and vote for me, Scott Beeson. Scott Beeson for Congress. True conservative leadership. Listen, in my God. opinion, that is a that is a true telltale sign that you are doing the right thing. When people are mocking uh, your faith, your your political stance, everything about you, you, you're doing the right thing. There's no doubt about it. So props to Scott Beeson and his illustrious career in the Senate. Um, Scott Beeson, he's he's a good dude. So I suggest y'all uh, y'all go and and listen to his uh, listen to his show. He wants me to call back in, which I don't have time to do on this uh particular episode so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go ahead and and wrap this bad boy up and then what we're gonna do is we're gonna try 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 to give you shows this weekend as well because it's only days from the election so if we can squeeze that in and make it happen between football games and halloween and everything else we're gonna do it we want to make sure you guys get as much content as humanly possible as we get ready for the big election day where Trump takes his rightful place on the throne for a second term. Also, we got to talk about Lil Wayne and a lot more things. And my prediction that we will uh, see the biggest black voter turnout uh, for any Republican in history. It's going to be insane. Take my word on it. It's going to be nuts. So make sure uh, you keep up with everything. If you need to listen to the audio version of this podcast, you know how to do it. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and just search over the line. You can find it. And make sure you subscribe to this channel and hit the little notification bell. So every time we post a new video, you got it right there. Until next time, see you, cool.